For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host is Grace Duffy, and this is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we're exploring Pinterest expanding their shopping ads and new Twitter analytics tools with our special guests, Elisa Meredith and Madeline Sklar. By the way, you can see us and our guests at Social Media Marketing World in a mere week and a half away by going to smmw19.com. And I want to remind you, by the way, that not next week, but in two weeks when the event is happening, We will not have a show, but we will be going live twice on Thursday and twice on Friday from the live stage of Social Media Marketing World 2019. Do not miss out on Joel Kamm and Sunny Letter Doozy interviewing many of the speakers from the event. And you can watch this by going to, bookmark this, socialmediaexaminer.com slash live stage. One more thing before we get into the show. Everything we mentioned on this show is in the Saturday show notes article. You can find that by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. And with that, let's jump into the show. Our first guest, it's Elisa Meredith. Welcome to the show, Elisa. Yay. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Grace. Happy to be Hi. here. Hi. I'm getting excited. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. We got that pre-conference jitters. It's like, did I do everything? Yeah. Did I pack everything? Why am I packing two I weeks early? Am I not packing <laughs> enough two weeks early? Anyways, so I know. what am I going to wear? Is it going to be sunny and warm? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, you especially since you'll be speaking at the conference, right? So um, yeah, yeah. So the wardrobe <laughs> thinking started like four months ago, but it's starting to get into the panic time now, Grace. So, yeah, Elisa, this is your third year as a speaker at the conference, right. and people yep. can find out more about you at elisameredith.com, and that's where you can find more about, like, you're the owner of the business, Marketing with Visuals, and, I mean, you're, you're one of the handful of Pinterest people that I know. Um, we've got a lot of Pinterest news here, or some interesting Pinterest news yeah. here, and so, Grace, let's let's kick this mm. off. What are we looking at? Some Pinteresting news? Oh, come on. I'll allow it. Oh, okay. So let's go. Pinterest launched a series of new tools and products this week to help brands sell their products on the platform. So I was going to go through these one by one with you, Elisa, and you tell us more about it and what you think. So the first one was catalogs, which allows brands to upload their full product portfolios directly onto the platform and then quickly turn them into what do they call um 
promoted pins, right? The shoppable mm-hmm. interactive pins, right? And yeah. uh, there's also a new dashboard that goes along with it that allows you to organize, sort, um, put your pit, put your products into groups. And so you can yeah. turn them into these dynamic shoppable product pins. So tell us more about okay. them. I think you just said most of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really exciting because this used to be something that you'd have to go through a, a marketing partner in order to set these up. But now anybody who has a dynamic feed that is on their claimed website can can download that catalog. And like you said, put it into different groups. Um, you can use, but they also create organic pins when you upload those catalogs. So this is really wonderful if you're like the person in my Facebook group who has 3,500 items. Um, you don't really want to have to be pinning all of those yourself. Uh, it really, they're just product rich pins, um, which means that they're going to pull in the data from your site or your feed, depending on how they get there. Um, but it's going to show whether it's in stock or not the price uh, and take you right to the, the page on the website where you can purchase this. But of course the advantage of having that bulk upload is that it all goes up quickly and then it's real easy to pick out which ones you want to promote if you want to do that. Perfect. And is this available to all businesses or select businesses or businesses that are cool? (laughs) Yeah, only cool businesses. Only the cool kids. I think there's some geographic limitations at this time, but usually that's how it starts out, right? Yeah. Okay. And is this something that you've had uh, access to yet or is it still kind of rolling out? Because this was just announced a few days ago, right? (laughs) Right. A couple of days ago when my slides were due, I said, um, sorry, I'm going to have to add this in. (laughs) Yeah. Brand, brand new. Uh, So it's not even clear exactly what you're bidding on. It looks to be that you're bidding on impressions per pin as opposed to clicks or, or anything like that. Um, okay. Cause it goes, it falls under the conversion type of ads and that's usually how, how those work. Um, but yeah, if, if you're already running, it's very similar to like a Google shopping ad or a Facebook store kind of ad where it pulls in that dynamic information for you and runs it off of that. And it will update every, I think it's every 24 hours. It will go out and find your feed and update anything that needs to be updated. It is live <laughs> right now. Um, and the, the real advantage of using that is, is apparent even more so when we talk about some of the other features that have come out with Pinterest this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So rolling along. So the next one is shop a brand. So it's a dedicated yeah. section from retailers and it's it's rolling out. And so you can start seeing these below the product pins, right? So again, it yeah. does it take from that same catalog and then it says, hey, more from this mm-hmm. brand, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like you said, it is rolling out. So I looked at some pretty big brands and I I did not see that yet, but okay. you can get an, a feel for how it would work by, by seeing other product pins below the ones that you're already seeing. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty more compelling reason to do it, right? If they're, if they like your item, but they're not quite sold on it and they think mm-hmm. I like their style, I might want to go look at other product pins of theirs. And the great thing about product pins is I'm sure you've done this before. You, you pin something, um, you, you think about it, you come back later and you, you're like, I'm ready to buy this. And then you click on it and you realize it's out of stock or <laughs> it doesn't even go anywhere. Um, but these product pins will tell you if it's in stock, what the price is so that it's a real, really makes e-commerce on Pinterest viable and useful for everybody. Yeah. And Pinterest a- is saying that it's rolling out to style, home, beauty and DIY boards. So it's ro- yes. it seems to be rolling out to select 
industries for now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're going to roll it out where it's going to make the most sense. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> for somebody like somebody like me who who ha- he has not been shopping on Pinterest, um, but knows that lots of brands are already out there, not just putting their products out there, but also pins on how to in the how to, you know, arena and not having those mix in. If you're not necessarily wanting them to like, it seems like if you're on something that's actually for sale, it'll, and you, and you click on that more, more buy, or, or I should say more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more from your brand's name here. Um, that it's going to bring up other shoppable pins, not all that other stuff, unless you want it to. Is that, am I following? Well, it does bring up, so if you're if you're looking at a, a shoppable pin, a product pin, it has that little tag under it. And then underneath that, it will have more like this. If, you're, if your shop has that option available, it will say shop for more from Levi's was the example okay. that they used. Yeah. And then below that, it will have more just regular pins mixed in with product pins as well. All right. What and we else have a we question. Um, oh, okay. is, this, is this worldwide? We have a we have a viewer from the UK asking if it's available in the UK. Oh, you know, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I will check. I will check and, and they, comment back on the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. So just drop that comment. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They weren't very specific about where they could find these, other than you need to have a business account, right? Uh, yeah, a business account, and it, um, it's funny. <laughs> I. I the product pins come up real easily. You see a ton of them um, and, it, and they're making it really easy to sort by product pins. So I think, you know, anytime something new comes out on a platform, they're going to give that a boost. So if you can do it now, I would, I would do it. Our friend Lowell over on the comments says, nope. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lowell. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah>. Lowell. <laughs> it says that shopping ads are becoming available to all businesses in the U S Canada, UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Ireland. Those are all great places. Um, but it doesn't, <laughs> say, it doesn't say that shop a brand is. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And there a lot of, there aren't many anywhere at this point. So don't feel too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. As usual. Coming. Yeah. As usual with social media rollouts, it's going to be often the U S first after they've tested it elsewhere and then yeah. <laughs> rolling out yeah. to the rest of the world. So that's right. Yeah. And this week they just announced too, that a whole bunch of new countries got promoted pins. So Spain joins us, some others. Yeah. So, so they're working hard to make it available to everybody. <laughs> so the next thing I am super yeah. excited about, it's personalized right. shopping recommendations. Yeah. So it says oh, like that you can click the more, more ideas, right? And then a mm-hmm. shopping tag will start, you'll start seeing a shopping tag to start picking yep. out ideas based on what you've already pinned, right? Uh, it's based on your board. So oh, okay. I have, I have a whole board, which is um, close to where in San Diego, I know, I know, but I do. <laughs> so if I go to that board on my phone and I hit more ideas, and then the first tile that comes up is shop more ideas like this. So I, I click on that. Uh, and then it's doing a really good job of figuring out the style I was looking for and giving me product pins that I could buy if I want to. It's, it's really cool. I think they've done a great job. Yeah. So are the recommendations pretty refined then? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. 
Perfect. Yeah, and what's great about those is they're product pins. So you know you can actually go out and buy that if you need to have it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. And then yeah. um, the last thing was, shop, like you, I, you mentioned this earlier. So shopping ads are now available to all businesses in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, and Ireland. And you said this, that this morning it uh, was it announced that it was just it's rolling out to more countries now. Oh, Pinterest promoted pins in general. Oh, okay. are available, yeah, in more countries now. So um, we've, let's see, we've got Germany, Austria, Spain, and Italy got promoted pens this week. So, yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did we talk about Shop the Look? No, that's next. That's next. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to jump the gun. I'm really excited about this one. Okay. Okay. I, well, <laughs> yeah. So Shop the Look. Um, so the news was, and this was from a, I, yeah. I think, just a couple weeks ago, uh, the news was, is they added full automation to shop the look. So my question yeah. is, is, remind us about shop the look, how we can use it. And what does it mean that it's fully automated? Right? Like right. what is, yeah. Tell us, <laughs> tell me, tell me more. <laughs> well, you know what? It doesn't mean much uh, to <laughs> us. It means a ton to Pinterest though, because they were actually, okay. they were using machine learning, but then they were actually using humans to curate and refine the results, which sounds like, I don't know if it's a dream job or, or a nightmare. I'm not really sure, <laughs> but it does mean that they didn't, you know, you couldn't possibly have the capacity to do enough of those to make it something that's widespread, something that we're used to using and then something we will use. So now that it's fully automated, they use all kinds of crazy big words that don't make a lot of sense to me, but what it means is they've been able to increase their production of these shop look pins. Um, and I'm going to drop one in the, in the chat there. So you can see it, you can see it on mobile or desktop. Um, and what it looks like is it has little dots on the items in, in the photo. And if you click on those dots, you can shop those items. So if, if you tried it in the past, it was pretty good. Now I think it's a lot better and the options, you get a lot more options below to, to, um, to shop the look. So if you find a photo on Pinterest, it's inspiring and wonderful, but you go to the link and maybe the product isn't there. Pinterest will find those items for you in other places and you can buy from there. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's starting in home decor and I think fashion. Um, but now that it's all automated, of course, they're going to be able to expand it a lot faster. So that's really the big, exciting thing for us. Um, and I think what it means for marketers is, yeah, definitely upload your lifestyle photos. So like the whole look to inspire people, but you probably also want to upload your product photos, right? So use that catalog option to upload your product photos so that Pinterest can find those and return those in the shop, the look results. Oh yeah. Link, way to link everything together, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, just very like, cool. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> This is why you're the expert and I'm the one that invites you on. So. Oh, and then we can both go shopping after we can both do that for sure. Exactly. Exactly. That's great, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to seeing you very soon. Yeah, thanks, Lisa. So uh, real quick, what are you speaking on at the conference? I'm speaking on Pinterest promoted pins or Pinterest advertising. Uh, yeah, it's, okay, it's good. fun. There's always something new and exciting and I can't wait. Yeah. So if you if you were interested by what we were talking about here and you want to learn how to do that with your business or for your business or your clients, like there you go. Like 
the Lisa yeah. session is one of the ones you want to make sure you're at. So again, uh, Elisa, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you Thanks, in guys. like a week and a half. All right. Take care. Thanks. See Happy ya. shopping. <laughs> <You too. laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. So like we said, uh, we're excited. Social Media Marketing World is coming up. It will be here in a week and a half. You still have time to join us uh, in person if you can. And if you can't, I do want to make sure to mention that you can still watch us live on our live stage. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live stage. And you'll be able to, we won't be doing the show, but you'll be able to watch Sonny and Joel do their show. Uh, I'll be kind of right there by this off to the side a little bit, but anyways, uh, <laughs> but anyway, you can still go, go to smmw19.com, grab your ticket, be there or be there virtually in some form or fashion. And you can also see Madeline Sklar. Welcome to the show, Madeline. Hi, Hi Madeline. Thanks for having me. So Madeline, she hosts the Twitter Smarter Twitter chat and the Twitter Smarter podcast. She's a speaker at Social Media Marketing World 16, 17, 18, and 19 in about a week and a half. And you can find out more about her at MadelineSklar.com. And of course, she's Madeline Skl at Madeline Sklar on Twitter. Uh, Madeline, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. And we talked about what we're going to talk about first last time when I was here. Ultimately, we last time we were here, you were here. We talked. We've been talking. You've been here pretty regularly recently. Like we've had a lot of Twitter news, like little bits and pieces that have kind of come together as chunks. And uh, Twitter is now debuting a thing. We kind of hinted at briefly uh, one or two of those last um, appearances, which is this new analytics tool for video publishers and. Again, it's not only Twitter, it's Twitter video. So this is right up your alley. It sure is. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. They, they gave a name to this. It's called Timing is Everything. Have you heard of a tool <laughs> called Timing is Everything? It I sounds, had to like, look at that twice. It's like, did I read that right? <laughs> it sounds so poetic and like, it really, you know, it really like does. Very timing is everything. Wait, right? So let's talk right. about this tool. So this is something that they debuted at uh, CES uh, back in January. And I believe we had you on the show right afterwards to talk about it in speculative form, right? And now right. we can talk about it as it actually has rolled out. So timing is everything displays historical data showing when audiences are on Twitter watching and engaging with video the most, right? And so it uh, has displays a dashboard, and I believe we have a screen share of that. So I'll describe it for the audience, uh, our, our podcast audience. So it's a dashboard, and it's a color-coded grid with days on the left and hours along the bottom, right? And it it shows when people are, and it highlights the best times for uh Twitter video content to go up for maximum engagement, conversation, and viewership. So the lightest gray indicates the lowest engagement. The darkest gray indicates the highest. And I believe users can opt to see the last seven days, this month, last month, and then any custom range. Um, Twitter was very <laughs> quick to caveat that it does not show you when your videos are being watched the most. <laughs> it shows when all videos on Twitter are being watched the most. And I have to say, it's not surprising. Middle of the week, middle of the day is the highest, right? Highest engagement. That's kind of the rule all along. So 
since this isn't really isn't personalized to you, how is this useful? <laughs> I mean, if I may be so blunt. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing. It takes your organic followers and is basing on when they're watching videos collectively, like they aggregated the content. So it's not when they're wa necessarily watching your videos because some people are not doing video on Twitter. So it's when they're watching video in general. And that could be really big. I mean, you know, this could be useful. I, I don't know, you know, I mean, I won't know until like I really dig into this uh, because, you know, it, it just became available when they were showing a screenshot of this a few months ago. You may remember it was a tiny screenshot. It, it was this, but you couldn't really make it out very well. You just saw it was some kind of chart, but what exactly was it? So it's showing us when our followers are watching video in general. And Twitter says that we should pay attention to video because more than half of their revenue comes from video advertising. So that's really interesting. So they're really taking a lot of stock into Twitter video right now. Yeah. So it's, it, and I think that's the key differentiator right there is not to get so honed in on that this is when your followers are watching your videos, but it's when right. it's still helpful because it's still your audience's uh, consumption habits. Exactly. So, and that's important to know because this could help you strategize when you're doing video. Now, I'm a big believer in experimenting. I look at a chart like this and go, okay. This is good to know, but until I really experiment and play around with different days and times, we just don't know for sure. And just because they're showing that here are heavy days and times that people are watching videos, my followers, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go watch mine at those days and times too. So they still recommend you have a strategy where you do different days and times and do it throughout, you know, do different tweets throughout the day, of course, and experiment with your video tweets. And if you're not using video on Twitter, really should start doing that because it's a great way to stand out and get noticed. I've been doing video on there for quite a while. That's what my presentation is going to be about in a few weeks. So excited to talk about Twitter video. It's one of those things that people don't always think about. They hop on Instagram and do stories all day long. They do Snapchat, but then they just tweet without really thinking about, hey, maybe I should put some videos on there. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I mean, obviously Periscope is owned by Twitter, um, and that's live video, but tweets have this short, sweet, fast, furious feel to them, and so that kind of juxtaposes with wait, video is a thing I need to actually stop and watch, even if it's for a short amount of time, and it still can feel maybe a, a bit disjointed. Exactly. And, you know, when it comes to doing video on Twitter, it's no different than other platforms. When you do shorter ones, you grab more people. The, the attention span is definitely better with short videos. When I go look at my video analytics on Twitter, which is available on there, if you haven't looked at your analytics lately, you'll see that you can see all the different numbers for your videos. And I've always noticed with mine, the shorter they are, the, the better engagement and the more views. So it can definitely, you, you gotta, you gotta experiment and play around with it for sure. Very cool. We have a question from Facebook asking if the time on there is uh, adjust, adjustable to your time zone. Yes. And that's a really cool feature in here. You know, it, it automatically is defaulted to the time zone you have defaulted for your Twitter account. And this is okay. a good opportunity to maybe do a little audit on your account. And maybe you never set the time zone in there. So go into your settings, go into the, the, 
the uh, where you can get to the privacy settings and all your account settings in there. You'll find where you can do your time zone. And so if you have me, let me tell you how to get to this because it's really interesting. Not everyone is going to have access. You got to have what's called Media Studio. And I've been a huge advocate for Media Studio telling everybody about this great feature. The problem is you can only access it by having an ads account, a Twitter ads account. So if you don't have a Twitter ads account, you can't get into Media Studio, which means you can't see this new analytics tool. And all you have to do is go sign up for an ads account, ads.twitter.com. They do require a credit card on file, but it doesn't mean you have to go and buy ads. Like you can just have the ads account and utilize this new tool by going into Media Studio. Okay. That's a good point. I didn't realize that you needed that you needed an ad account to do it. I did. I didn't know about Media Studio. <laughs> you have educated me that much. <laughs> awesome. We have a question um, from Lowell in the UK. Have, have you found an ideal length for Twitter video? Uh, Fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, sixty seconds. I mean, I know shorter is better, but is Short, there a sweet spot there? Better. It just seems like my videos do best when they're really short, like less than a minute, uh, even 30 seconds. So I, everybody's different, though. So I always say experiment and see what works for you. Try different lengths, try different days and times, and, and look at the data and see what's working. Right. One of the recommendations from Twitter was to use this information from timing is everything and uh and to schedule thing, schedule your video on multiple days or multiple times to experiment and figure it out. So it's a good starting off point at least, right? Absolutely. So I definitely encourage everybody to check this out, try it, start experimenting with videos. And it's great that they're providing us with an analytics tool that can let us see this. And I know that, you know, there's been so many debates over the years about, you know, do we really want to try to find that ideal day and time? You know, there's been articles and studies and things about all of this, like you should post at this time and mm -hmm. it doesn't always work, you know? So, so, you know, some people are, are for it. Some people are against it, but experimentation is the best way to go to see what works. Absolutely. And there's more to come. Twi I mean, Twitter says there's more to come. And in fact, there's two other experimental features that we wanted to run by you. Um, yeah, while we have you on the show. And the first one is this uh, reply comment moderation tool. So Twitter announced that it's building a new feature that allows users to hide replies underneath their tweets. So this was spotted in some code and then Twitter came and uh, verified, yes, we are testing it as, as most things, right? And it's an option found within the share button. And so you can hide your tweets and, and they're saying that it's an alternative to... Uh, muting or blocking users, which of course have different connotations and different uses and different effects, right? So what do you think about this new tool? Like, do you think hiding replies is something that people are wanting, interesting. <laughs> needing? It's interesting. Well, Twitter is saying that the, the heavy Twitter uses, users have said this is something they want. They want to have the ability to hide you know, some of the conversation. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept for sure. So Twitter is trying to listen to what users want and provide a good, safe environment. So it's possible that this could be a way to have better communication and less negativity going on, knowing that you can just hide you know, tweets in there. Um, but then the drawback is, well, 
what if you don't know that someone's hiding tweets and you're missing a big chunk of the conversation, especially if someone comes on to your tweet and gets all negative and, uh, you know, that's no different than just deleting comments off of off of Facebook or Instagram. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. It's not available yet. They're testing it. But I don't know. This can really go either way. What some people are saying is, well, what about like when you get a politician on there on Twitter and they're saying things and then they hide replies? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, this is not you blocking or muting where it just affects you. This is you hiding it from the public. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you all think of this? Well, so. It, let me say, I, from what we saw, it was very split. It was when I posted about this on, on our Facebook page, um, I saw some people saying, oh, no, censorship. You can't like this is, you know, quote, this is open like this is open. It's Twitter like we can do whatever we want, you know, and, and that's that's one take. And then the other was, you know, I could see this being a great way to not just hide the spammers from me being able to see them, but from my audience being able to see them if they're trying to go through a conversation thread. So I can see some benefits there. I mean, we, from time to time, will not, we, we will delete some comments on Facebook. I, I mean, I have to think about it in terms of a Facebook post being the original tweet and then all the, the replies being uh, Facebook comments. That's kind of the metaphorical trade-off I'm, I'm giving here. And so uh, being able to hide a comment on Facebook and have only that then person be able to see it, that person and their friends, this actually goes further than that though. Twitter with this, like they're saying even that person's friends wouldn't be able to see the tweet. So it's, it's even a, a degree more hidden. It's buried. And I think there is an option. Uh, the, the, uh, there was a project project manager at Twitter that was tweeting about this in a series of tweets. And we'll share that link in the article and and then we'll drop it in the uh, chat here. But it was, she was saying that hidden replies would also be, there'd be a menu option that allows other users to see hidden replies as well. But that wasn't, right. yeah. So that wasn't a hundred percent either. So I'm just kind of like, but the I mean, I, and it didn't clarify if other that- users meant the person, like the person whose tweet is being hidden or well, here's the thing. So like, okay, let's say I'm hiding tweets. Okay. Because I don't want people like, I want to censor my conversation and have all the negative stuff out. So you as a public, you know, user viewer coming on and looking at my tweets, you wouldn't necessarily know that I hid them. So you would have to number one, know that there is a feature to unhide. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then you're going to people that are like, I don't have time to go sift through and and go look for that and see, did they hide? Did they not? So that's the thing that's kind of interesting with this is like, how is that going to play out? I I don't know. I'm certainly am not going to sit here and look at every tweet and go, I wonder if they hid replies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Again, this is something that's being tested privately within a small group. Um, It has yet to be tested publicly. So this isn't, I, I assume from that, that it's this isn't even the final iteration of it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So there's one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and this was, again, from a few weeks ago. It's this new pop-up mini profile preview on iOS. So it's testing the ability to basically, you know, as you're following your tweets, right, uh, to tap on a user's uh, at tag or their handle in a tweet and see a card with basic details. And it also gives you an option right then and there to either follow or mute. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> cake or death. So <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <laughs> are there no other options? So tell us about this. Have, is this something that you've seen? I'm not an iOS user. <laughs> I think they're just testing it because I haven't seen it and I don't know anybody that has this, but it's, it's really cool for iOS. And they said that it'll come to Android as well, but I don't think it's been pushed out just yet. And so basically, like you were saying, you know, you, you have the ability to tap on the at handle. So you could, t you know, if you were, you saw my tweet in there, you go, oh, let me tap on at Madeline Sklar. Normally it takes you out of the feed. Now you're looking at the profile. Then sometimes you get lost and you don't know where you were. And, and it gets really frustrating especially when you're in these big threads and there's so many tweets to look at. So I think this is brilliant. I, I'm really excited about this one because now when you're, you know, looking at tweets and you're like, oh, I don't know this person. I want to go look at their profile real quick. It'll just pop it up. It's like an overlay. So it's just going to pop up when you tap on it, show you their bio, their followers, and uh, the ability to go follow them. You'll be able to just tap on follow if you want to. I think that was really smart. So it gives you that ability to see the information and then go right back to where you were. So I'm really excited. I think this will be uh, one that everybody is going to enjoy. I yeah, don't definitely. have this, um, but Brian Fanso does, and he shared a video uh, with me of it in action that he screenshotted from his phone. And I, the seamlessness of it just felt so much more intuitive than what we're used to on uh, the mobile device when it comes to Twitter. Yeah, so I, I think people are going to really fall in love with this feature because it's something that will enhance the experience when you're on Twitter. I mean, I, I know these platforms want to make us have the best experience possible, and Twitter can get really frustrating at times, especially like, let's say, a Twitter chat. And, you know, I host two large Twitter chats. If I was doing this on my mobile device, I would just be lost in a sea of tweets <laughs> during a live stream, right? Uh, yeah. So to be able to very quickly do a tap, see the profile, and go right back to where you were, I, I think people are going to love this feature. I'm excited about it. And combined with the other feature, you can follow, mute, or hide. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, cool. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, oh, I think. I think that's all the features, right, Eric? Okay. Yeah. So, Madeline, you mentioned Twitter and video, and that's what you're talking about. Uh, you know, what's the title of your session? What What's the you know? Why should people come check it out? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be talking about using Twitter video to like really stand out. You know, video, as I said earlier, is such a great way to stand out on social media. We all do it on other platforms like like uh, Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, but it really gets left behind when it comes to Twitter. So I'm going to show some really great strategies on how you can stand out and maximize utilizing these, these you know, different ways of, of utilizing video. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're coming to the social media marketing world, come hang out with me on uh, Thursday, March 21st. It's going to be a lot. Awesome. Of That's awesome. Madeline, thank you so much for being here. See you in a week and a half. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Thank everybody. you so much. Have a good day. Awesome. All Yay. right. But All right. Wait, there's more. Uh, by the way, again, social media marketing world, 2019, smmw19.com. That's where you can go to find out more and join us. Facebook Messenger. Uh, has unlocked a hidden dark mode feature. And this is not iOS specific. There are Android people who were able to get this to work as well. Uh, I saw this and <laughs> shared it. Uh, basically, and I'll tell you what, I thought this was brilliant because it made it yeah. so much easier for me to see uh, it, it on my Facebook Messenger, on my phone. I actually put it on my iPad as well. Um, 
You can't just turn it on. You can't just turn on a setting. No, Tell everyone secret. how you can get it. It's secret. Um, secret dark mode. <laughs> the, the easy way to do it, and the only way to do it, is to send an emoji of the crescent moon to yourself or someone else on Facebook Messenger. And that sometimes is enough to unlock it, and then you'll see the toggle. Or other people have said you have to actually then t- uh, tap the moon to then see that toggle show up. Again, it may not show up for everybody, but I know a number of people said it worked for them when they tried it the first time or when they tapped it or when somebody else sent it to them. So try a different combination, but I mean, hopefully it works for you. You can try it out. Um, you know, and it's the crescent moon without the face. Yes. Yes. Without the face, without the face. Right. And this is hidden, but, uh, so yeah. many other people were like, okay, but now that they've got it in Messenger, I want it in Facebook proper. So, <laughs> we'll, see. well, I, I think there's like a shower of crescent moons. Like, it's a whole it thing, does. it's a whole yes. like production of getting this. So, yeah, it, it's very exciting. And then I think from there, you will then have the setting and you can turn it on and off from there. Yes. But, you know, so there you go. Heard it here. Yes. <laughs> so, in other news, also. Uh, more, more Facebook news. Uh, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is talking about privacy and the future of the internet in general, but specifically privacy on Facebook when it comes to messaging and Facebook as a social networking platform. So uh, basically he he came out and posted, he outlined his vision about this this privacy focus. And, you know, to quote him, he says, today we already see that private messaging, ephemeral stories, stories, and small groups are by far the fastest growing areas of online communication. He says, there are a number of reasons for this. Many, many people prefer the intimacy of communicating one-on-one or with just a few friends. People are more cautious of having a permanent record of what they've shared. And we all expect to be able to do things like payments privately and securely. So he says he believes the future of communication will increasingly shift to private encrypted services where people can be confident what they say to each other stays secure and their messages and content won't stick around forever. And he, he ends by saying, this is the future I hope we will help bring about. So <laughs> uh, that's a mouthful, uh, yeah. especially coming from him and yeah. the kind of you know PR year Facebook had last year. Yeah. Well, and they and they break it down into six basic tenants that they're going to be building their products from here on out. And the first one is private interactions, knowing basically having a choice of who interacts with you and then knowing that um, anything that you share with them will remain private and then end to end encryption, which we're already seeing on WhatsApp and um yeah, they're supposed to be rolling out to the, their other messaging services, reduce permanence. So they're saying that uh, things that you share won't stick around longer than is needed to deliver the service. So I'm assuming that kind of sounds more like, you know, how stories will uh, you know, be deleted after a certain period of time. Safety, they've recommended themselves to safety, interoperability, which means that you should be able to uh, start in one platform and be able to talk to anyone across any of the other platforms. That's more of the messaging, um, the integration of their messaging platforms that we've spoken about earlier. And then uh, secure uh, data storage. So this has more to do with government regulation um, and and the way that they're working with lawmakers to make sure that places where uh, freedom of speech or freedom of expression isn't as, 
strongly held, maybe that they uh, that maybe there'll be more security or, or you know things won't stick around. So that's basic tenant. This is all detailed in full in the note that um, Mark Zuckerberg published on March sixth, which we'll be dropping the link into the live chat here. And then you can also find a copy of it in our Saturday article, which was publishing on Saturday morning. And uh, if you're listening to this later, you can go to weekly news on our on our site, socialmediaexaminer.com, and it'll be the article dated uh, March 9th, 2019. All right. Then yep. YouTube has also had its security <laughs> and safety concerns. Yep. And uh, basically it has to do with questionable content on their platform and so youtube released a letter to brands media buyers content creators talking about new initiatives to protect underage users preventing ads from being run alongside offensive illegal or sketchy content they also (laughs) swiftly disabled comments on tens of millions of videos that could attract predatory behavior reduce the discoverability of that content and terminated a bunch uh you know offending accounts so yeah youtube's taking it pretty seriously yep and they um and another story uh, released by the verge they are disabling comments on most almost all videos featuring children so there will be a select few channels that feature children that will continue to be allowed to have a comment section uh but those will be closely ma- monitored um more so than than their uh, machine learning or manual. I, they, they're, I think they have a stricter level of uh, policies around that. So, you know, this isn't some. This is something that a lot of Facebook users uh, it, it addresses a lot of concerns. There was a mass exodus, supposedly, of some of their bigger name advertisers pulling away, given some of the controversies and scandals that have been. Um, being reported recently. And so this is just a way of them assuring that, you know, it's still safe. This is what they're doing. Um, You can find this all detailed in an article that we are sharing as well. Yeah. That is our show. I want to remind you that you can, again, everything we talked about, you can dig deeper on it by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash news for the Saturday article show notes for this show. Thank you to Jeff C. for handling simulcasts. Thank you, Grace Duffy, for producing the show and being a great (laughs) co-host. Thank you, Eric, for being a great host. And thank you to Lisa and Madeline for joining us today and taking us down, explaining all the news to us. We will have a show next week, but in two weeks, again, as a reminder, join us for the live stage from Social Media Marketing World twice on Thursday, twice on Friday, and you can go find out more by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live stage, and we hope you will join us there in person or via YouTube, etc. We'd love to see you in the comments or face-to-face And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Have a good day. Bye, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.